Welcome to Both Sides of the Broadcast. I'm your host, Walker Brown. Within this 12-episode podcast, you'll hear from students who have been a part of athletics from Division I schools down to club athletics, hearing their experiences at the level of play they've had and much more about their time at the university. Follow along this series to get behind the scenes look at what it's like to be a student athlete. Welcome to Both Sides of the Broadcast, a 12-episode podcast all about college athletes and their experiences. Joined with me today is former teammate of mine on the Piedmont men's lacrosse team, Chad Hall. How you doing, Chad? I'm doing pretty well, Walker. Thanks for having me. No problem. No problem at all here. So we want to kind of get into your college experience of kind of what you've done and what you've come to do here. So first, I want to ask you, give me kind of a rundown on your recruiting process. How did that go when kind of in high school? looking at different colleges, did you want to come into college just more for sports or just being, you know, the average Joe, average student? At first, um, a lot of my recruiting came from summer tournaments, as you can probably attest to. And I got a lot of traction playing in the summer. And eventually I kind of stepped away from the sport of lacrosse my senior year of high school. I didn't play for my high school. I just played the summer – before that and didn't really have anything on the table as of the time I decided to step away from the game and then luckily I got put on to Piedmont by some old teammates of mine and Riley Graham, Chase and all those guys who came to play here and played four years here. They basically got me a spot at Piedmont and um, yeah Piedmont ended up being the the end-all be-all and that made me want to play collegiate sports because I got the opportunity to. Yeah, it's really great having some of those guys kind of push you and help you to go to the next level and also kind of backtracking a little bit to the summer tournament. For lacrosse, recruiting is a little bit different. It's all about the summertime, and a lot of these young bucks in high school really have to push themselves over the summer going to different tournaments all over you know, the country or the, in their area trying to get you know their name out there and kind of see what interests them and kind of what pulls them into want to be a college athlete and kind of take that role on for the next four or five years now. But uh, next, how would you kind of describe your first year here at Piedmont? You know, going that step from high school ball, coming up here with your buddies, being, you know, back on a team with them, some of the familiar faces. It's a hard transition, and I think a lot of people um, don't look at that as much. You go from high school, and in my case, I wasn't – I didn't play the season prior. So I'm coming in. I haven't played in a season, so – basically six months and I come up here and I'm you're basically thrown into the fire especially my freshman year there wasn't really the waiting period like we got thrown in like first week of September and we were rolling with fall ball and you didn't really have much time to get accustomed to what college is really like and going to class and having to balance and time manage and having a, a full schedule if you're taking a full load of 15 plus hours and it got tough there because I didn't really know what I wanted to do yet. So I spent a lot of time trying to find like what was necessary and then also playing lacrosse at the same time. But the fall really was an eye-opening experience because that's, that's when you get introduced to what it's like being a student athlete. And then into the springtime, it was a lot different. Like you kind of have your wheels, you, you found what works, what doesn't work for you, and you, you practice six days a week. And then once you start getting into your schedule, your five days a week, you get time off and you play games 
once, twice, three times a week. And you don't really have a lot of time because you're dead tired. You're tired consistently. And you can attest to it, too. We, we've gone through the ringer. Most definitely. Most definitely. And it's, it's tough because you're really you're thrown into the fire. You're a freshman. You have no experience under your belt. You have to play against some dudes that are 24, 23 years old. And you are 18 years old, 19 years old. So these dudes are much bigger, faster, stronger. And you got to get ready for it. But luckily enough, we had quite a bit of success. We finished, I believe, third in the conference out of the regular season, postseason runs around. And we put everybody on – we we took no names, and we won. And we won the conference. I am a conference champion. Luckily, I have a ring to my name. Yeah, and you're one of the few guys still around here that still has one of those big old rings to show off. I think I'm the off. only one. You, I, no, you're actually the only one left that has a big old ring to show for it. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty nice, too. And Coach Dunton really hooked us up. We did have to pay for him, and that's that's another thing that people don't understand about Division Three is the budget is not nearly as great as a Division Two, Division One program. But that's, that's aside from the point. But freshman year was definitely an eye-opening experience, and it was unlike anything that I've ever experienced before. Oh, most definitely. Kind of going back to that first-year experience and the guys that you're around, how did those guys kind of help your transition? I know everything, you, like you just said, speeds up, and I understand that feeling. It's from a guy that's out of state, it's it's a big jump, and everything speeds up 100 times. It's but overwhelming. Kind of describe your, your freshman class, the guys that you came into college with and had just finished up your, your last previous season with. So a lot, one, a few guys I already knew coming into Piedmont as uh, Ben Hamfland and Jacob Wittenberg. And you make a lot of friends really quickly, and that's what was nice about Piedmont is everybody's so close-knit. You make a lot of friends. It's very diverse in who you hang out with and who you socialize with and who you're around a lot of the time. And what was nice is the the older guys, the guys who have the experience, the guys who have really been through the ringer, and they understand what college is really like and how they can set you up and be like a mentor for you. And two older guys that really introduced themselves to me, and I've made lifelong friends with them, Nick Burns and Brady Jenks. And those two guys have really helped me get through my freshman year. And they made they helped me with a lot of decisions that I made. And they really provided a lot of great input and kind of took me under their wing, and it lasted for a very, very long time. Yeah, plus y'all were y'all roommates, if I'm not mistaken, for yeah, a little while. Yeah, sophomore year, I lived with a bunch of upperclassmen, and I was the youngest guy in the group. And they took me under their wing, and they protected me at all costs. They made sure I was okay. They really checked on me, and they provided themselves as, as outreach and allowed me to vent any of my problems or anything like that. And they, they just took good care of me, and they made it – they made it very clear that they were after my best interest. Yeah, that's that's really great to hear having those older guys kind of take those younger guys under the wing, just, you know, being away from home and, again, everything speeding up so fast, you know, not only classes but sports and just kind of finding who you're really going to be for the next four years and all these different decisions being thrown your way. you got to figure a lot out. But, um, again, how would you kind of go in to describe your time here as a student athlete? I know it's – probably a lot of words to put in and you know not only just being a student or an athlete uh, excuse me but also being a student here um being a student athlete is a very unique experience and if you're able to experience it i highly recommend it you learn a lot you're, you're gonna fall down you're gonna get back up and it's it's really one of those experiences that you're able to look at and reflect on and say wow those were some of the best four years of my life 
I made made the choice to step away from lacrosse again, which a lot of people don't do more than once. If you do it once, you bas- you basically never get back into it. And right before COVID hit that fall, ex- that spring semester, right before the season started, four days before practice started, I stepped away again. And I made the decision that I was going to transfer and go back home just because of I convinced myself that I was unhappy at Piedmont. And I went home, experienced all of that. I was just a regular student. Being a regular student at a big university like that is weird, especially coming from a small, tight-knit community, and you don't really get to experience what it's really like being – you're a number at a big university, which sucks. And then I made this choice. I said, KSU's not it. So I come back to Piedmont – and then I spend a lot of time, I pick up a new major, I finish my current major, and then now I'm on track to get two degrees in five and a half years, and I just got done playing another season of college ball. Yeah, and that's something that I kind of have been interested in, kind of your story. It's it's different than most people's, you know, coming to a school, playing, COVID hits, you know, you make the decision, you kind of want to step away, make something new out of yourself, go to another university, and again, you're just a number there. I mean, right. you don't get that tight net group. You don't have guys with you at all times that, you know, could be your best friends for life. You got 40 friends, you're spending every day with them. And then you go to a school and it's just you and your roommates and whatever else you're trying to do there. I mean, right. it's, it's, everything's more spread out. It's, you don't really know what you got to do. You got to go out and find your own fun and what you're going to do and your friends and all this new stuff. But I think that's, that's really interesting how you decided to step back and then decided really to come back and kind of give it another shot and, and ended up, again, two majors down and yeah. another finish with a college career and a ring, which not a I don't have, sadly. Yeah. Not, not many get to say that, but that's, that's really cool. I mean, it, le- it makes me appreciate the coaching staff for allowing me to come back and get another season, another two seasons, really, fall ball in the spring under my belt, and – Honestly, looking back on it, I regret this decision that I made. Coach Dunton and Coach Salter and Coach McKay really wanted me to stay. And I I went with what I thought was the right decision, but and I, I consulted a lot of people, and a lot of people were just sad, sad about the decision, didn't want me to go after playing the fall and having a good time and just enjoying it. And then I step away and make probably the worst decision of my life to date. Yeah, we have great coaching here um, for the team. Coach Dunn, again, Coach Salter, who is no longer with us but still even reaches out to us. I ran into him at a wedding last year. One of our former teammates, uh, Zach Chalada, um, ran into him, and it was it's great seeing that he was asking about me and other guys on the team how we're doing still, even at a different university, and I haven't seen him in you know over a year. That just shows kind of the small net group that we have here and how much time they put in and uh, growing these young men. You know, we're going to be around these coaches for four years or how much time you give them, and they're going to give that love back to you. So how would you kind of describe Piedmont Lacrosse here in a few words, or we can kind of bounce off because I could say a lot, and I, you I could can, as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, the first time I spent with Piedmont Lacrosse that first year, 2018, 2019, it was nothing like I experienced last year. A lot, there was a lot of egos, a lot of just uh, nobody really wanted to put the team first. 
it was more of so individuals. And you can't win as a group of individuals. You have to win as a team. So what I really enjoyed this previous year is everybody was everybody was a team. Everybody wanted to win. Everybody had the same values, and it was it was so much fun. I there were times my freshman year where I dreaded going to practice because of how rough it was and how it just never went well. And then last year, everybody was excited to be there, which really made the difference of the world because the the culture that we built last year and the group of people that we had. It was legit. It was as legit as it gets, and we fell short, right, but these people are people that you're going to have around you for the rest of your life, and they're still alumni that come back every single year, and everybody's still a tight-knit group, especially even after their playing career has finished. And, I mean, it's awesome. Piedmont Lacrosse is family. Most definitely, and that's something that I can really contest on as well, being that that family, that tight-knit group, like Chad was just saying having that bond with your alumni. Again, like I had just previously said, I went to one of our alumni's wedding last year. Uh, he got married. And again, all these guys now that are alumni, a lot of them, I'm sure me and Chad will be doing this. They they played a men's organization together. They have a team going every year. They travel, la- uh, travel around uh, to North Carolina, I believe Asheville, mm-hmm. uh, this past summer. Um, and a bunch of the guys get together for a weekend, hang out, just play lacrosse and catch up. And that's that's family. That's that's something you can't get rid of ever. Right, and we we see it too. Every fall we have the alumni game, and all these guys, all these old heads come back, and they, they get to see each other again. They get to introduce themselves to the younger guys. They make connections, and it's a lot bigger than lacrosse. It's about having people that you can rely on, one, and you get to have just an outstanding relationship with somebody who – knows what they're doing, who can be a source of, hey, I need help, I need this and that. And, I mean, you get you get a lot of connections from it. Like, I last year when we played in the alumni game last fall, there were a lot of guys that were just fresh out that were there. And, I mean, it was awesome to see. Even the guys that couldn't make it, I'm sure they wanted to. But, obviously, you have other obligations. Like, people have kids, people have families that they have to attend to but the guys who are who can be there are there yeah and it's a special site something i kind of noticed especially this past fall um with the alumni is some of them i don't even really know just because there's a big gap with the program um but it was awesome knowing that these guys you know they have their own families their own jobs and i forget his name um it just slips my mind but he reached out after the game and said hey Y'all new guys, if y'all don't know me, this is my name. Come talk to me. Let's see if I can offer you anything. Let's try and give you guys connections as young bucks and try and get y'all set up for, for after lacrosse. After, you know, you hang up those cleats collegiately, you come play with the old heads after. But let's try and get you set up in the real world. I think that is something that's it's, – it's unbelievable to think about, these alumni trying to help these younger guys out that they really don't even know all that much about. I mean, these some of these guys are going to be 18 years old, the freshmen we have this year, and we'll be talking to these alumni and trying to get set up after after college. And Yeah, they'll be talking to you and I. <laughs> yeah, they'll be the talking game. to you yeah. and I. And I think that's what's so special about what Coach Dunton has really built in his time here is he's allowed for the younger athletes to experience what it's like and see Piedmont Lacrosse and make sure that they understand what Piedmont Lacrosse is. I think that's the purpose of the alumni game. 
Oh, most definitely. And something that I think that's that just kind of dawned to me is I think my class and the guys that were here last year, the, the upperclassmen, the, the seniors, and you're in that group as well and a few other guys mm-hmm. that were ahead of y'all or in your grade but still back for that one last season, I think when Coach Dunn looked at us, he really thinks that our doing and our, our classes have really put a mark on what it's really like to be on the team. Like yeah. What fourth is going to be – held up now is the expectations we brought in four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, and I think that that team that we had last year set the standard. Like, yeah, we knew what it was like before, but that was what Coach Dunton has been wanting. That's what he's put the time in. That's what he's wanted to see, what he's been here. This is year seven, year eight, I believe. And he's been trying to build that. And last year, I've never seen Coach Dunton cry. And we saw him cry. Yeah, I've, when our season was finalized. Myself, probably the last time I really saw Coach Dunn kind of let the tears roll out is probably my freshman year, midway through the season when COVID hit. We're up at High Point practicing, and we get the call that, you know, season's canceled. and Everybody's got to go home. Everybody's got to go home. Yeah. And myself, I'm from out of state. We have a lot of guys from out of state all over the country on the team, and mm-hmm. that's that's kind of a sight to see. And knowing that when my time was over – how much he cared and put in really kind of made made it a little bit lighter on myself, knowing that it's going to be all right. We set the stone this next year. We're only going up from here. Yeah, exactly. You can only go up, keep climbing. But I just really want – I want to hear your final thoughts here on – give a few words on how you could describe the program and your time as a student athlete. I, like I mentioned earlier, if you have the opportunity to do it, become a student athlete. Be – a Division three, Division two, II, Division one athlete, and just really enjoy it. I'm sure the experience is different no matter where you go, but what you're able to see and accomplish, and they, it, it's interesting because I know your goal is to understand what it's like at every single level, and if you're able to accomplish that, then you really have the opportunity to see what it's like from different levels and see what it's like being a student athlete at different levels. If you, uh, that, that's the last thing that I have to say, if you had the chance to do it. Well, thanks, Chad. Thanks for coming on and joining me today on the first episode of both sides of the broadcast podcast here with your host, myself, Walker Brown. Again, joined with me today is former teammate Chad Hall. Thank you all so much for tuning in this week. New episodes come out every Friday at 4 p.m. Peace. Thank you for tuning in this week to Both Sides of the Broadcast, the 12-episode podcast on what it's really like being an athlete in college at different levels, going from Division I to club athletics. New episodes will be posted every Friday at 4 p.m.